staff, and management. Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. This is Dr. Kathy Greenberg, and my usual co-host, Dr. Relly Nadler, is not here with us today, but I know we're going to have a terrific show uh, we have a wonderful guest for you today who's going to add to all of our lives in the discussion of leadership and law enforcement. And as you know, uh, Dr. Nadler and I are your leadership development coaches. We've been on the air with you now for, oh, about a decade, and we've helped thousands of leaders and executives to perform in the top 10%. Today, we're going to be talking to Dr. Timothy Turner. You know, as terrorist activity and violent crimes increase, our police and law enforcement, including special forces, special operators like SWAT and FBI, are basically under even increasing scrutiny to perform under pressure. Today's show will feature an engaging conversation with former FBI special agent, personal and professional development consultant, Timothy Turner. He is the dean uh, of uh, the school uh, at Anderson uh, at University. He has been uh, in the criminal justice department there for some time. He uh, has an extensive uh, background in consulting, mostly in law enforcement and the public sector. But Tim is going to talk to us today about his favorite passion, which is leadership development and emotional intelligence. But before we bring Tim on, we want to make sure that you know a little bit about our show and a little bit about why we do the show. And uh, for most of you, uh, you may already be aware that Leadership Development News is uh, one of the top two ranked business shows on the Voice America Network. We have millions of listeners in 27 countries uh, and 126 cities, and we get as many as 100,000 downloads uh, per show or per month. So we know some of you um, are very excited to be visiting with us today and to learn more about Tim Turner. And we also know that some of you may be new to Leadership Development News, so we want you to at least understand why we do this show and why it's exciting for all of us to gather on Mondays and talk about leadership and, in in our terms, emotional intelligence. So let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Ellie Nadler, my co-host who's not with us today, uh, before I bring on Tim Turner. For those of you who don't know Dr. Relly Nadler, he's not only a dear friend and my co-host, but he is a master-level certified executive coach. He's a psychologist, a corporate leadership and team trainer, and Relly brings his legendary expertise in emotional intelligence to all of his keynotes, consulting, coaching, and of course, his development programs. And Relly's newest top-ranked book, Leading with Emotional Intelligence, provides hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers across industries. You can visit him at truenorthleadership.com, again, truenorthleadership.com, and get free downloads to access your best performance through emotional intelligence, including his free iApp, Leadership Keys. And you can also download that for free at the iTunes Store. 
Uh, if you would like to join Rally's EI Central Interest Group, you can get access to hundreds of wonderful thinking tools and tips to be your best using emotional intelligence. And all you need to do is text EI Central. That's E I C E N T R A L to 38470. Let me give you that again. You can get lots of free bonuses by going to EI Central and text the number 38470. So for those of you who don't know me, uh, I'm Kathy Greenberg, and I coach leading executives and entire companies on proven work-life strategies based on a series of my own personal events using positive psychology and now the science of courage. Uh, I've been named the First Lady of Happiness by ABC TV, and I've authored multiple popular books as well as business books on the science of happiness, including uh, a couple of New York Times bestsellers, uh, such as What Happy Working Mothers Know, uh, which is in many, many languages, we're happy to say, even in Arabic. And um, I've touched the lives of millions uh, as in well, a speaker, uh, TV, radio, and um, media personality, and many of you have seen me uh, on uh, different programs giving my input on not only uh, living a happy life, but living a fearless life. Uh, I'm the founder of multiple consultancies and three leadership institutes, including the Institute for uh, Strategic uh, Leadership at Drexel University, the Bow College of Business, where we're actively using emotional intelligence. And um, you can see me on ABC TV's The Morning Blend, which is a, it's a syndicated show throughout the nation. I'll leave that up to you. And I also have a free iApp and many, many free tools that I'm happy to give to you. And all you need to do is go to the iTunes store and download the free iApp called Your Happiness Now, which was just updated. We're going to be putting out a new app very soon called Fearless Leaders, Living a Fearless Life, and we hope you'll come and snag that up too. My latest number one best-selling book is based on the work that I've done with special forces, special operators, including SWAT, sports athletes, and global executives, and it's called Fearless Leaders, Sharpen Your Focus, and that was written with Dr. T.C. North. It's available on Amazon, and it's also supported by a fully integrated software package, so come visit us and take a free quiz at www.fearlessleadersquiz.com. So let me tell you a little bit about uh, my guest today. Uh, Very excited to have Dr. Tim Turner with us. Uh, For those of you uh, that may recognize the name, if you are an avid reader on emotional intelligence, many of you have read the book, The EQ Edge by Stephen Stein. And uh, in that book is an endorsement by an FBI professional at the time, Mr. Timothy Turner. Um, Dr. Turner currently works as the dean at the School of Criminal Justice for Anderson University in South Carolina. Additionally, he is the CEO for Inspirational Leadership, and we'll learn more about his consulting company. It's a leadership and personal development organization working with public sector agencies and private enterprises, developing multidisciplinary projects and leadership training. And his work includes um, audiences at the U.S. State Department's anti-terrorism training programs, 
uh, conducting criminal justice training programs throughout the world as well. Dr. Turner retired as an SSA or a special supervisory agent in charge. They're called SSAs. After serving 22 years with the FBI, Dr. Turner was an adjunct professor for the University of Virginia and UV Northern Center. Dr. Turner worked with the Homeland Security, and he's worked with many other agencies, which I'm sure he'll talk to us about today. Dr. Turner was responsible for the oversight of a variety of training and operational programs, including crisis coordinator, hostage negotiator, aviation coordinator, as well as serving as a primary relief supervisor, and he'll talk to us about that. Dr. Turner has been a training director, a security director, an investigative specialist, and a curriculum developer. Prior to his assignment at FBI headquarters, Dr. Turner was the original case agent for Major Case 98, which is the primary terrorism case in the United States at the time, and I'm sure he'll tell us what he can about some of the cases. Uh, as you know, a lot of uh, what we uh, are exposed to in the public uh, has um, classifications, uh, and certain things can and cannot be uh, discussed in public, but we'll, we'll certainly ask him what he can discuss, and uh, we'll certainly be excited to hear about that. You know, he has worked on um, many, many cases, uh, some that are uh, operationally well-known, uh, which included the cases of uh, John Gotti uh, and uh, Robert Hansen, uh, the Talladega prison riots, the Los Angeles riots, uh, and he was a negotiator and a pilot for the Waco standoff. And I'm sure he'll tell us much more about why emotional intelligence is so important in all of these various roles that law enforcement plays. Dr. Turner earned a BS degree in education from Baylor University, a master's of uh, education from uh, Miss State uh, in administration and, and University of Virginia in social foundations and psychology, and an MS in criminal justice from Columbia Southern University. He certainly has made the university rounds between Baylor, Mississippi, Columbia, and Virginia. Uh, he also attended the University of Nebraska School of Law, and Dr. Turner completed his EDD and leadership from the University of Virginia, as I said, and his research efforts have focused on the use of emotional intelligence for succession planning as well as law enforcement. So um, without further ado, let me welcome my new friend and a wonderful colleague who I'm honored to call a friend. Welcome to the show, Tim. How are you? I'm fine, Kathy, and how are you? I'm uh, good now that we're okay. all here. <laughs> yes, I can, and I'm sure that uh, our production lead, uh, Aaron, will come in and help us out if, for whatever reason, we uh, we have any uh, issues with the system. So we'll just keep talking here, and hopefully our audience is going to enjoy a wonderful conversation with you today. So let me just um, start off each and every show. We love to start off with this question, um, and it's it's something that's easy for all of our guests to jump into because we're going to talk about some, you know, some difficult subjects, uh, including uh, how leadership development impacts law enforcement. And as you and I are both working in that industry, I'm sure we're going to have a wonderful dialogue. But let's start off by asking you, who has been, in your own estimation, the most influential person in your, I would say, kind of your professional life? Uh, well, Kathy, um 
thinking about that very quickly, I would say uh, the Bible has influenced me uh, most in my professional career. And there's a verse, uh, as we give out awards uh, to our uh, students that have done outstanding work, as the Bible verse, it says, John 15, 13, it says, Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. And both as a military person and as a law enforcement officer, that has been the mantra of my life, is that I think it's uh, important that uh, we serve and protect uh, those around us that we can. Well, I, I am in awe, uh, but I cannot say that I'm surprised. Um, you are a, a, a very surprising man in many, many ways. And uh, for those of you who are listening, I'm not intending to embarrass Tim here in a public forum, but uh, Tim is historic uh, in the uh, law enforcement and, and FBI community. And I heard about Tim long before I got to meet him, just a short time ago when we were at the National Sheriff's Academy. And um, it amazes me that a, a person um, like yourself and, and others can give of themselves so, I, I want to say, not only lovingly, but courageously and fearlessly with, with that context. I mean, you know, John 1530, that whole, you know, serve and protect. We see it on the side of, of cars uh, that law enforcement drives. We see it in the mission statements that they post in their buildings. And often we, we forget uh, that you and many others uh, serve us every day in a theater of war that is here on our home front. And uh, it's certainly an honor to have you with us. When you think about your career, tell us a little bit about you and your background uh, and how you became an FBI agent. Well, I like to tell the story that when I was a little uh, boy that I watched a TV series called uh, The Lone Ranger. And this guy would go out um, and risk his life, uh, and he would do it without any notoriety or any... Uh, fanfare, and uh, he would leave a silver bullet uh, when he would come to the rescue and, and take charge. And so I always thought that was um, a great ambition to be able to go out and help and protect people. Uh, and even in my early career, I carried silver bullets. I never left one with anybody, but I always carried them as a reminder uh, to try and do the right thing. Um, and so uh, it was uh, always in the back of my mind that... Uh, you have a social responsibility to help and protect others if God has given you the ability to do so. And so uh, that was, that's always been my mission, is to protect those uh, that need to be protected. Well, I, I have to tell you that um, you're touching my soul in so many ways, and I'm sure um, the hearts and minds of our listeners. We're going to take a quick break, please. Don't go away. We're having a wonderful conversation with Dr. Tim Turner, and we have more for you at Leadership Development News. We'll be right back.
We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know, and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. This is Dr. Kathy Greenberg. Dr. Relly Nadler is not with us today. He is going to be back for our next show, but we have a wonderful guest today, Dr. Tim Turner. And uh, Tim is a former FBI special agent. He's also uh, dean of um, criminal justice. Uh, excuse me, he's dean at the School of uh, Public Service Administration, Anderson University, and he's been in the criminal justice business uh, as well as an expert and professor on the subject. Uh, Tim, when we went to break, we were talking about 
your background. Uh, you talked a little bit about the Lone Ranger growing up and Silver Bullets. Uh, tell us about how that little boy grew up and became a servant and protector of all of us. Well, uh, I always had this desire uh, to fly, and so uh, I was able to join the U.S. Army and became a uh, helicopter pilot. Uh, I flew in Vietnam. I flew helicopter gunships. And uh, I don't think there's anything more exciting than flying uh, a couple hundred knots over the trees and uh, and protecting other people in doing so. And so uh, that was fun. I enjoyed that. I got out, got my degree from uh, Baylor University, and I liked the flying so much I decided to go uh, into the Navy. So I was able to get my uh, gold wings from the United States Navy, and uh, they're the ones that gave me my uh, fixed wing training. And uh, little did I know that my helicopter and fixed wing flying uh, would come into uh, to play uh, when I became a uh, FBI agent and uh, I became a surveillance expert for the FBI. Um, just prior to joining the FBI, I was going to law school, but uh, while going to law school, I was um, a company commander for the Nebraska National Guard. Uh, which I, I love the National Guard and those that are in the Guard uh, that um, spend a weekend every month and uh, two weeks a year to support their uh, uh, states and uh, civilians in their communities. I, I, I applaud them and I thank them for what they do because uh, I think it's uh, wonderful. But uh, the flying part uh, got me into the Bureau as a uh, surveillance expert, and that's how I got involved with so many good cases, such as the John Gotti case and Robert Hansen case. Um, and then, Maybe you uh, can just remind our, our audience uh, what those cases were about. Well, well John Gotti uh, was known as a Teflon God, uh, God because, uh, uh, as you know, that he was part of the organized crime, and uh, he was known as one of the Godfathers. And so it was very difficult for them to get a case against him. And it was the surveillance group that actually was able to help um, get uh, wiretaps uh, on him. And uh, we were able to get him convicted. Robert Hansen uh, was the worst spy in America's history. And always embarrassing to say that he was an FBI agent. But um, through diligence and uh, surveillance, we was able to... Um, to identify him as the worst spy America's ever had and bring him to justice. Um, and then uh, I was able to take the helicopter to places such as the uh, Talladega prison riots and the Rodney King uh, L.A. riots. Um, and then uh, I also took the helicopter out to uh, the Waco standoff uh, when it occurred uh, back in the 90s. Now, as you think about your career and where you are now and you think about all the things that you've done, how did this lead you to a career focused on our passion, yours and mine and a lot of people who are listening, emotional intelligence? Well, well there's a couple things, Kathy, that uh, got me interested in it. Back around 2000, as you know, uh, Goldman was writing... Uh, articles on emotional intelligence back in about 1998 had several uh, popular articles and um, around 2000 a co-worker of mine at the FBI Academy we was in a um, 
Leadership Development Institute, and he was doing his dissertation um, on uh, 360 assessments. And uh, the FBI had been doing 360s for uh, several years, and so what he wanted to look at is our FBI agents uh, improving in their leadership development uh, over uh, a period of time. So we would give uh, 360 assessments to um, new uh, supervisors, and then we give it to them when they became mid-level supervisors, and then a third time when they became supervisor uh, uh, SACs in charge of offices. So first line, mid-level, and senior executives. And what he wanted to determine, is there any difference? And his research determined that although some individuals uh, had improved in their leadership skills, that as a group they had not. And so the question was, Is are they not learning what we're trying to teach? Are we not teaching the right things? Or is there some disconnect in the topics that we're teaching? And so that led me to try and determine, well, what should we be teaching uh, in leadership skills? And so with Goldman's work uh, fresh in my mind, I thought, well, how do you measure what is successful? And uh, so we looked around and we saw that uh, there's this thing called emotional intelligence uh, that seems to be very important uh, when it comes to uh, leadership and that uh, it's as much as... um, 50 to 70% uh, of success in several businesses. And so I thought, well, let's take a look at that and let's see if we can measure law enforcement emotional intelligence and see if that makes a difference Uh, or if there's a difference between uh, those competencies uh, in emotional intelligence and those that have it and what degree do they have it. And so that set me on my goal to say, okay, what is a star performance uh, look like in law enforcement leadership. And since I was at the FBI National Academy uh, teaching those people that had been brought in from all over the United States and all over the world, and I was so impressed by the quality of uh, leaders that the FBI had brought in to the FBI Academy that uh, we said, what do they have that got them there? What makes them stand out less than 1% of all law enforcement that they've been able to make it here to the FBI National Academy. So I thought, well, let's measure it using emotional intelligence. So that's what we did. And now, I was impressed by what we found. Yeah, you, you make that sound like that was so simple. So, so hold on a second. <laughs> um, so many people now that you and I come in contact with in law enforcement um, I, I have students at the CIA, and obviously we're both working around the public sectors, including uh, our work, our mutual work at the FBI in different ways. So let's talk a little bit about these gateways for violence, okay? So you and I both know that there are patterns uh, that you can follow in individuals' behaviors for maladaptive kinds of behaviors, such as criminal behavior. You can see violent crimes will increase in an individual's life from an early age, you know, starting to the abuse of animals to obviously, you know, the abuse of, of people and, and that leads to other things which can eventually lead to, to death. And we are working in an environment that is so litigious. You know, everybody is looking for a lawsuit. I mean, I was in the store the other day and I heard two people talking, a young man talking to another man, 
And he said, yep, this guy laid his hands on me. And I looked at him and I said, that's a lawsuit, buddy. You can't touch me. And, you know, this is the environment in which our law enforcement professionals, those who are living John's 1530, right, laying down their lives for others, are working in. And it's an environment where our our criminal, uh, I'll say community, has a bit of an advantage in terms of what they're free to do and what they feel they are compelled to do. So when you talk about what a law enforcement professional, whether they be a police officer or a Federal Bureau of Investigation agent or any other, you know, DEA, we can go on and on with the alphabet soup here in law enforcement. But for you to say, I believe there may be a way for us to measure the emotional intelligence of law enforcement and see if there is a star performer profile, something that makes that individual serve and protect. Uh, that's, that's a huge concept. So, so let's start there. And, and where, where did you take that concept and what were the steps that you took at the FBI-NA to measure that? Okay. Well, let's, let's look at this. There's a thing called Petro's Principle which is sometimes referred to as the 80-20 rule, which is says 20% of the input creates 80% of the result. And so if you look at that, basically what you can say is 20% of your people accomplish 80% of your work. And so if you can identify what do that 20% have that makes them so superior, you want to be able to say, okay, let's take that and let's teach it to others. So we don't just have 20%, but we have a greater percent of accomplishing this work. <laughs> what you hear in uh, both the military and in public service these days is you've got to do more with less, correct? And so we've got to oh, yeah. be very, very efficient and effective with what we do and with our training dollars. So uh, let's make sure we're training the right thing and we're developing the people with the skills that they really need. And so when we sat down and we tried to measure what these people had, uh, one of the things that, that caught my attention was um, uh, Cubby's uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People because I'd been teaching that and I thought, well, what are these habits? Well, the one habit that came to my attention was habit number five, which is first seek to understand and then to be understood. And actually, that's one of the principles of emotional intelligence and that's what identifies an emotional intelligent person, one that seeks to understand others. And one of the things that Covey says is, if you're seeking to understand, then you're not judging. And I think that's what separates a lot of these emotionally intelligent people out, that they're always trying to understand how other people feel instead of trying to explain how they feel. And one of the things I noticed uh, that gets a lot of law enforcement's uh, people in the province. And we, let's go back and look at Baltimore. Let's look at Charleston. Let's look at Ferguson. If our law enforcement officers had stood back and tried to understand what's going on, they would have prevented a lot of problems. And uh, as you and I know, part of it is uh, social awareness. Uh, empathy is number one uh, that comes into mind. And then um, service orientation. And matter of fact, give you an example how that's affected me is we used to be called a school of criminal justice and criminal justice is getting such a bad name from the media these days I thought you know what let's call it what we're about because they're saying that criminal justice is about arresting people 
And what we're really about is public service. So I changed the name of our school to School of Public Service Administration to refer to that we're there to serve and protect the public. And I'll, I'll give you a quick uh, story of one of the reasons I wanted to change. I was talking to an uh, individual that has been a law enforcement officer for about uh, 17 years. And I asked him uh, if he had his degree yet, and he had not completed his degree. He had two years. And I said, well, why didn't you go back and finish and get your degree? He says, well, when I came in law enforcement, you didn't have to have a degree to arrest people. And I thought, that's the problem. That's the attitude that is getting law enforcement into trouble. Because the attitude should not be about, I'm here to arrest people. I'm here to serve people. I'm here to protect people. And so that's what we're trying to do with the emotional intelligence is get people to say, hey, I want to understand you. What are the problems we have? Let's go back to Ferguson. Had um, the police department gone to the community, and what are your issues? What are your problems? How can we help you? And it's about collaboration and teamwork and working together and solving problems. And I don't think that we've done enough of that. And a lot of that goes back to communication, which is a lot about uh, emotional intelligence. Yeah, it certainly is. As as you look at the research um, that you did, take us through um, what you actually did because you, you've published some things. First of all, you 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 published your dissertation in two thousand and six. Uh, you published uh, FBI law enforcement in the FBI law enforcement bulletin. You've published in Leadership Development Washington D.C. FBI news. And you, you've also published recently in 2009, Understanding the Benefits of EI for Officer Growth and Agency Benefits. Yet here it is, 2017, and you and I are still working out there in the law enforcement special operations communities trying to get them to see the importance of this. And they're all getting on board. You know, I, there are some projects that I'm involved in right now, obviously, with the Department of Defense I cannot. Uh, talk about at this time. I'm sure there are things you can't talk about as well in the public domain, but we're finally getting movement. But I think a lot of people need to know that you were essentially the father of that movement back in 2006 at the FBI uh, NA National Academy. Talk a little bit about the FBI National Academy and why that environment. I know you were teaching there, but it, the selection process for getting people there is, is already star performers. So how can you pick star performers of star performers, right? Well, and that was the issue that um, it was to get selected to the National Academy, you have to go through such a rigorous process that you're being identified as a top performer in your department. And then those departments send those up to um, each special agent in charge of their particular district. They have to be selected. Then they have to go through a background check. Uh, and then they have to be finally approved uh, and so the background that they have to get to the FBI National Academy is just a rigorous process that separates people out. And so what I did is I made an but assumption. People, but, but I just want to make uh, uh, our audience aware. So to get to the FBI and A, you, you can be in police agency, okay? So you can be in any law enforcement agency. Um, right. Generally, you're in line to be a chief or um, you know, somebody who, quote-unquote, would be a special agent in charge kind of person. Yes, you have but, to be a leader mm-hmm. uh, in your department, and you have to have at least five years, and you have to be a certified law enforcement officer with arrest powers, and, and you carry a weapon. Mm-hmm. So, and you have to, have a, you have to go through a clearance process. That's, that's correct. 
Mm-hmm. And so, and so, these people have been selected uh, by their work, by their ethic, uh, and so the requirement to get to the FBI NA is so thorough uh, that um, they have been selected as star performers in law enforcement. And so, what I wanted to do is say, okay, is that true? Let's measure their. Uh, competencies against the general public, and then let's measure them against other law enforcement uh, leaders that have not attended the National Academy. Perfect. We're going to take a quick break, so don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News. business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. This is Dr. Kathy Greenberg. Dr. Relly Nadler is with us in spirit today. Uh, he is off, uh, but we will hear from him in our next show. But we have a fantastic guest today. We're talking to Dr. Tim Turner. Uh, he is not a professor in the area of 
uh, public service and criminal justice, but also uh, has a company, uh, Inspirational Leadership. Uh, he does coaching, and he's talking to us today about his role in bringing emotional intelligence to law enforcement and the FBI. So um, as we went to break, Tim, we were talking about getting individuals who are already the cream of the crop. So these are police officers, law enforcement professionals, some Department of Defense professionals who come to the FBI National Academy for, I believe, 11 weeks. They're away from their families, totally dedicated to learning about their craft and being the best they can be. How did you get those individuals to participate in your study? Well, as you can imagine, a lot of them are uh, eager to improve themselves. And, of course, that's why they are willing to sacrifice uh, several weeks out of their life and away from their family uh, to become uh, better leaders. And so uh, a lot of them are eager. But as you've seen in your career, Kathy, the, uh, not everybody is always uh, eager to accept new ideas. And one of the things uh, I found as a challenge is if I called it emotional intelligence, that I would get pushback and a lot of people would say, well, I don't want to hear about that touchy-feely stuff. And so... Um, what I did when I first started uh, teaching on emotional intelligence, I, I had to call it intuitive policing. And I referred to it as that training uh, and experience that you had that you developed over the years that made you uh, able to deduce certain things when you'd go into a room or when you saw people that your experience and training would tell you that this is a dangerous situation or uh, I can talk to this person this way or I have to deal with this situation uh, immediately and quickly. And so what I talked about is that intuitive uh, policing requires you to develop certain habits uh, that make you vigilant and aware, but yet uh, you still always got to be friendly and build relationships with others. And so um, that helped quite a bit. And, and now uh, what I do is I talk about the importance of emotions and the fact that you cannot do anything in your life uh, that separates your thinking process from your emotions. And it goes back to even when you train kids. Uh, a little kid will touch something that's hot because they haven't learned that yet, but once they've touched it, they won't do it again because they know that's hot. Well, uh, and that's the way it is, is that uh, your emotions develop with your cognitive thinking. And I've just been reading a lot of uh, science that is going that way and showing how close emotions and uh, cognitive thought are uh, married together. Oh, and how. absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And, and we know for a fact, Tim, uh, right before we, I'd like to talk to you about what are some of these hot emotional intelligence skills, we know uh, that the brain, uh, in particular the posterior cingulate gyrus, is an activator. And when we are physically injured, we have pain. When we emotionally injure ourselves, thinking bad thoughts about ourselves or thinking bad thoughts in general, it activates the same exact pain centers. And when others injure us emotionally, it activates the same pain centers. So uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, the brain science behind uh, the activation of emotional pain and physical pain are, in fact, very closely tied. And for those of you who have been with us, you know that we've had discussions about this with Rudy Tanzi and, and other neuroscientists, David Rock and others, who have verified this. So, Tim, what you're teaching and what you're explaining is 
is key to uh, to understanding emotional intelligence. So, what what are some of the star performer character traits in emotional intelligence that you found? Well, it, it was interesting um, because uh, when we did this, we came up with a, a list. Uh, they're called clusters. So there are a cluster of uh, emotional intelligence competencies that these star performers did have. And uh, what we did is we took a look, and it makes sense once we discuss them and say, okay, this was the number one thing. And it shouldn't surprise anybody that the number one characteristic for star performers in law enforcement leadership was social responsibility. Gets back to what we talked about earlier. People come in to law enforcement because they feel called. They feel that this is um, the purpose in life is to take care of others. And so social responsibility was number one, that uh, those that are star performers have a high sense of social responsibility. And the number two, not too far behind that, uh, makes sense because leaders have a job to do, and that job is to solve problems. So problem solving was number two, that uh, these people uh, have social responsibility and they feel like they're good problem solvers. And it, uh, then the third thing it makes sense when you say, okay, a lot of people in law enforcement can get discouraged because we see the worst of, of people. Uh, we see horrible things happen and we have to ask why. And uh, so the fact that you're trying to solve problems uh, pre- prevent things from happening through being proactive. Uh, the third thing was self-actualization, which basically means that, yeah, we are solving problems and we are making a difference. That, yeah, there's a lot of bad things happening in the world, but yet we are making a difference. So the third thing was self-actualization, that I feel good about um, solving the problems and taking care of the people. And the fourth thing is is what... Uh, a lot of emotional intelligence and leadership is about that is uh, about uh, making relationships and uh, interpersonal relationships was the fourth thing. You can't be a leader unless you're building relationships. You can't deal with community unless you're having good relationships. So the fourth thing was um, uh, interpersonal relationships, which makes sense. But one thing that came out, and actually it turns out to be uh, extremely important, and uh, what that is, is when you look at uh, uh, emotional intelligence, one thing that should catch your attention is that it's contagious. And anybody that's ever worked in an environment uh, of a business can tell you, hey, everybody takes on the persona of the leader. And therefore, uh, you've got to understand that the emotions that you take to work are contagious. And so what turns out to be very important is general mood. And so your mood that you go into work with is going to be contagious. So if you go in there with a smile and happy, you're going to spread that to others. And people are going to be happy and cheerful simply because it's contagious. And what I like to do is I like to show a little video clip of uh, four little babies that the father is... Uh, making Google eyes and sounds, and it's getting them all laughing. And what I do is I, I say, look around. Everybody is laughing and smiling because these little babies are laughing and smiling. And mm-hmm. it just goes to mm-hmm. show how emotions are contagious. They are. You know, it's funny. Let me let me just rehab, uh, recap here what you just said. So 
the cluster that you found in the FBINA that made true star performers in a community of existing star performers were this for law enforcement, social responsibility, problem solving, self-actualization, meaning they are seeing that they're making a difference by being law enforcement professionals, and interpersonal relationships. What I didn't hear in there, what I didn't hear in there, which is a little bit different than um, what we find in our special forces, okay, in our SWAT and special operators, is impulse control. And I'm just curious where that may have fallen in the top five to ten traits. Well, you know, it's interesting that you say that because there's, there's a couple other things that are high. So impulse control is high, but it's high for everybody. Uh, for example, the number one characteristic for all law enforcement is stress management. Okay? It's extremely high. Matter of fact, of all the competencies, stress management is the highest for law enforcement. But that's the issue. It's high for all because they got to handle it. And so um, there are certain things that are very high. Assertiveness uh, is something else that they all are very high. Um, uh, so there are certain things that if they're all high in it, then it doesn't separate star performers, if that makes sense. Got it. It's, How about empathy? All good at where was, yeah, where was empathy? <laughs> well, I hate to say this, but, but empathy was one of the lower uh, competencies. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. It, when, when we had um, the EQI, which means it's self-select, they, they were low. Empathy was one of the lowest. But when we had the Raiders, so if we did a 360 with this, the Raiders rated their empathy higher than the general public. So even though rated law enforcement the, rated officers the individual, rated low, hold on, yeah, they rated the individual that was being the focus yes. of the 360 as higher than the individual had rated, rated themselves. Yes, uh, in a couple okay. of categories, and those mm-hmm. categories happen to be uh, things that they were law enforcement officers saw themselves low in, which was empathy, interpersonal relationships. They saw themselves low, but the raiders saw them higher than the normal. So mm-hmm. that's very impressive. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also, yeah, it's impressive to me that you've been able to keep this all straight. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll share this with you. When people like Steve Stein, who have been doing this for years, and see all sorts of different professions, when they saw the results of... Uh, uh, of my um, stuff, in other words, when they looked at the NA and they said, as a group of law enforcement leaders, they'd never seen a group this high. And the Raiders had them uh, well above average in every category. So they've said they've never seen that in any other profession, which says a lot about the law enforcement profession, that, that even though they may not think so, that uh, they are high in all the categories. And one other thing I'd like to point out, is typical to other um, emotional intelligence studies, uh, there was some gender differences. And, and I always bring this out because it's so important that we have females in law enforcement because the females uh, in the study, which, again, female leaders in law enforcement, were really high in empathy and in personal relationships, and those are things that male officers were low in. So what we're seeing is 
the ladies that are coming to law enforcement are helping the profession because they're bringing in those competencies that the males seem to be lacking a little bit. What were they? Because you, you've told us there was a difference, but I'm not sure if you distinguished some of the traits. Uh, some, the, the competencies that the females were high in were empathy and in, uh, interpersonal relationships. And that is so important because those are areas where the men were their lowest. And so what we're seeing it, is yes. mm-hmm. the, the females in our profession is helping uh, to bring new competencies that they lacked. And so it's, it's helping to balance that out. Well, that's really important. Um, and we're about two or three minutes away from saying goodbye to our audience. So I want to make sure that they get your contact information. Um, could you please give out a good email that people can reach you out if they'd like to learn more about Inspirational Leadership, which is your consulting company? Okay, it is twturner17, again, twturner17 at hotmail.com. And they can Fantastic. call me at 864 864- Five five three two six six five. We'll give that out again to Tim. Eight six four five five three two six six five. Outstanding. So, where where are you headed now, and what's on the horizon for you? Well, I continue to work with the School of Public Service and Administration here at Anderson University in Anderson, uh, South Carolina. But I also uh, continued to do some consulting, as you and I met at uh, National uh, Sheriff's Association meeting. And uh, so I continue to work with uh, law enforcement in any way possible. I still work a lot with the FBI in their uh, command courses, uh, especially throughout the South. Well, we're going to be doing some work together at the National Sheriff's Association. I'm going to welcome our colleague, uh, Richard Conroy, when we go to the National Tactical Officers Association in September. For those of you who would like to learn more, you've been listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with Dr. Relly Nadler and myself, Dr. Kathy Greenberg. And today's guest was Tim Turner. Please feel free to contact him at twturner17 at hotmail.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to tune up your leadership performance. And remember to visit us at truenorthleadership.com and www.fearlessleadersgroup.com. Take care. Till next time. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support. You. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that... 